Welcome to the Rewilding Blueprint podcast. Your pit stop for unleashing your primal power. We're here to turbocharge your day, giving you the strategies to resurrect your lean, athletic body and a mindset forged in the furnace of life's challenges. Why? Because this isn't just about workouts. This is about reclaiming your natural born right to a life of vitality, success and unbreakable focus. My mission for you is simple. Absorb one game-changing piece of advice from each episode and put it into action today. Are you ready to abandon the stale gym air and tap into your primal roots? Let's get started. Welcome everyone. Today's focus on the call, I want to be talking about embracing challenges and understanding this essential role of contrast in our lives. And this is brought on with a couple bits of inspiration for me. One is uh, something Ash said to me um, all around, you know, what does challenge actually mean to you? You know, what, like, why do hard things? Why challenge yourself? Why go and do those things that put you into discomfort? What's the point, right? And there is a saying here, which, which, you know, I think is important is hard times create strong individuals, right? They also create good times, which can create soft individuals, which creates hard times. And we're in this kind of like cyclical, um, you know, process of contrast. Now, but I just think that idea, hard times create strong individuals, we can really explore how that kind of plays out in our own personal way of doing things, right? So the stoic perspective on challenges and contrast. So stoicism will always teach us that discomfort and ease are two sides of the same coin. And I think what's really fascinating here is if, if we, if something appears like discomfort, well, that's just the lens that we've decided to put on that. That's how we've decided to view that. If something seems really comfortable and enjoyable, well, that's because we've decided to see it like that, right? And of course, we are shaped and molded by societal expectations. But those very societal expectations have encouraged us to look at things in a certain way. And that, to me, is then proof that if we've been encouraged to think about things in a certain way, well, we can also be encouraged to think of things in a different way. Right. And that's really a, a really that is so empowering when you really dive into that. Really empowering because you can then choose, well, I don't have to look at this as shit. I can actually look at this as being quite good. And that choice is then genuinely up to you. So discomfort and ease are two sides of the same coin. That is the same coin. And without challenges, we will not really appreciate comfort right you will not appreciate comfort and it's this contrast between two different things that shapes us and that's what makes us resilient and then appreciative of life's joys so if we're looking at building resilience resilience is built in hard times but it's also built on having good things and nice enjoyable things right because when you kind of fill your bucket you can fill your kind of resilience bucket up with nice stuff so for example if you only get four hours of sleep 
every night over six months, I fucking promise you your resilience will drop. It will. Because you're you're emptying, you're continually emptying your tank. That's why you also need to make sure you're refilling your tank by doing um, more traditional, you know, enjoyable things and, and comfort. Now, I think a great example of where we can look at this contrast was the weekend event that we just ran. And I can guarantee everyone who came to that would have all of a sudden had a newfound appreciation for literally just being able to turn the heater on in their car, you know, or like you're saying there, Ed, having a hot shower, right? If you just had a hot shower every single day and never got cold, you would not appreciate that hot shower. It wouldn't be a good pleasure. If you've been out on the hill and fucking gone, you know, battled yourself against the root, battled against the elements, and you've been getting fucking beaten in the face, right, with 50 mile an hour wind and rain, like I, that shower is all of a sudden a million times better and a million times more enjoyable. So you can actually look at that time on the hill as a tool to allow you to enjoy um, things that you may not get enjoyment from normally. All of a sudden then, We've got all these other things open to us, which we can use to fill our resilience bucket, right? Because all of a sudden, that warm shower is something that we can really appreciate and we can use to fill that that resilience bucket, right? So, you know, stoicism will teach us that without that discomfort or without that perceived discomfort, we can't really develop and we can't really grow. All we can do is move more into ease, right? More into ease. We can apply this to nutrition, right? So say, you know, if you have two beers every single Friday, right? After a few weeks, that stops becoming comfort. That stops becoming an enjoyment. That's the norm. Then you have to have four. Then you have to have six. Then you have to have eight, right? To get the same effect. You rip that fucking Band-Aid off and go into a little bit of discomfort on that Friday instead, right? So say you always have um, two beers every single night and you stop appreciating that, rip the fucking Band-Aid off, don't have any, go and do something a little bit um, arduous, a little bit challenging instead, right? The next Friday, I can guarantee you, you'll enjoy those two beers a hell of a lot more. And we can't have that without this contrast, right? To truly appreciate that comfort, we've got to have both sides of the same coin. And then understanding our response to challenge, this is super, super important. And a lot of this is about self-awareness. Now, often what I see is people say they love challenge. People are like, oh, I fucking love to be challenged. What they really mean is they like to be challenged in the way that they like to be challenged when it suits them. That's what a lot of people really mean there. I fucking love challenge. I love being pushed out of my comfort zone. No, you like being pushed out of your comfort zone doing things that you fucking like to do, right? And there is a difference there. So I think when we really look at our understanding, our response to challenge, I think a really uh, almost a better way to look at this is what our response to criticism is. In my book, they're often one of the same. So if, if you find, you know, if you're getting some, positive you know constructive criticism and you kind of look for every reason why that can't be true and really push back against it 
then I would say, actually, you've got an unhealthy relationship with challenge. And actually, that's where you need to practice kind of realigning and genuinely practicing realigning how you see challenge and really trying to see them as as opportunities to to develop, right? So by reflecting on how contrast appears in your life and reflecting on how you respond to criticism, i.e. real challenge, we can start to think about how those moments of discomfort will actually enhance your overall progression. So if we can just take a minute to stop, look back on something where you were genuinely challenged, like genuinely challenged, i.e. someone, you know, maybe being frustrated or annoyed with someone, right? And reflect on actually how that has helped you to develop in certain ways, we can start to recognize how that uh, sort of everyday challenge, which we often don't perceive as challenges, actually becoming pleasurable for us, right? So what almost what we've done here, we've taken the idea of, right, yep, an ice bath isn't very pleasant, but hey, it's great because afterwards I'm going to appreciate my warm shower a hell of a lot more. And saying like, well, how do we now bring that over and translate that to actual real life? Yep. So I'm now being challenged with some criticism or whatever it is here. And it's actually fucked me off a little bit, right? We now need to try and train our minds and our brain to go, right, well, actually, what good has come from that? How can I choose to view this as an opportunity for growth or, or a pleasurable experience, right? Now, there's a great little exercise we can do there. It's a stoic exercise and it's just called a voluntary discomfort, right? Easy. And it's all about practicing contrast. So engaging in voluntary discomfort, like I said, like a cold shower or fasting can heighten our appreciation for comfort. So we can discuss how these deliberate acts of discomfort can prepare us for life's unpredictability, right? That's kind of in a nugget. What I just said, Brand saying ice baths, ice baths are never happening. I already appreciate my shower. I promise you, you'll appreciate it more (laughs) if you had it. But look, I've said this loads of times. Ice baths, ice baths aren't really discomfort. They're not, right? They, they, they fucking aren't. What they are is a tool to practice discomfort, right? I think that's the best way. That's the best way to look at it. Yeah. So once we've once we've looked at something that genuinely pisses off, we've looked at actually the contrast that that's created and how it's allowed us to appreciate something else or grow, we can then look look to embrace that cycle of hardship and ease. And this the whole idea, you know, hard times create strong individuals. It's a reminder of that ebb and flow of life, right? And embracing that cycle can help us navigate with resilience and find joy even in hard times because things aren't meant to be easy all the time. They're fucking, they are not, right? And then this allows us to then build resilience through challenge. Now, look, what we'll do, before I kind of end the recording, go into questions and go into actually practicing a bit of an exercise, I'll just sort of give a quick conclusion. So I think it's just really healthy to remember that contrast in life, so that interplay of discomfort and pleasure, that is what molds us. If it wasn't for that interplay, right, we would not be able to develop and we would not be able to have any appreciation for 
anything that's good, right? So next time you're getting a bit threaded, a bit pissed off with something, remember, if it wasn't for this challenging time, you would not be able to have a good time, right? Wouldn't happen. Much like you cannot have success without also having failure, right? If failure didn't exist, success wouldn't exist. This is what makes us strong, adaptable, and capable of savoring the joys of life. So embrace those contrasts as pathways to growth, but more importantly, actual fulfillment in what we are doing.